It's my turn. Here is your host for my turn, Don Wildman. It was the middle of winter, the year 1916. Glenn and Floyd Cunningham were, as usual, the first to arrive at the little Kansas schoolhouse. They began their routine of building a fire. Neither knew that the night before, the Ladies' Literary Society had met in the school and that somehow gasoline for the lanterns had gotten mixed with kerosene for the stove. The result was an explosion that engulfed the boys in flame. Somehow they made their way home. Floyd soon died. Glenn managed to live, but the doctor gave a gloomy report. Glenn may never walk again. Seven-year-old Glenn Cunningham heard the doctor's words, and he made a vow. He would walk again. Doc, I don't want to sit, said Glenn. I want to walk and run, and I will. Well, for the next six months, Glenn and his mother worked for hours each day, massaging the legs. At the end of six months, Glenn was walking. Two years later, he was running, not fast, but running. When Glenn was 12, he entered his first mile race and won. It was the beginning of a career that was to bring Glenn Cunningham fame and satisfaction. Glenn continued to run and continued to win. He worked his way through the University of Kansas. In college, the intercollegiate records began to fall beneath his driving legs, legs that weren't supposed to walk. In 1933, he was awarded the James E. Sullivan Award as the amateur athlete who had done the most to advance sportsmanship. In 1936, he earned his master's degree from the State University of Iowa. At the Olympics in Berlin that summer, Cunningham broke the Olympic record for 1,500 meters, despite the fact that he finished second. Then at Dartmouth College in 1938, Glenn reached the summit. He ran the indoor mile in 4 minutes, 4.4 seconds, a new world record. The boy who may never walk again had become the world's fastest indoor miler. Glenn Cunningham knew there was more to life than running. Soon it was Dr. Glenn Cunningham. He and his wife Ruth returned to their Kansas ranch, 840 acres he had bought with his savings. Having a love and reverence for life and believing that each person could make a go of it if given a fair shake, Glenn set forth to aid youth. After a speech in 1947 at a church, the minister asked to speak with Glenn in private. There's a boy here in desperate need, the minister said. Billy is apathetic, completely wrapped up in a shell nobody can pierce. Can you help? That was the first of more than 8,000 youths that Glenn and Ruth took in. It meant they would lose their ranch. It meant hardships and heartaches. But the same determination, the same patience, the same strong belief that had made Glenn a winner at running made him a winner at providing for his youth. Glenn once said that God has granted Ruth and me 8,000 miracles, and we are humbly grateful. When you think about it, that's not so unusual. Miracles always come when one has faith, hope, love, and dedication. Glenn Cunningham is real proof of that. This has been My Turn with Don Wildman, a production of the American Family Association.